Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your Chakra Coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hey everyone, how are ya? I bet you were expecting the Heart Chakra Manifestation episode this week. Well, we are interrupting this regularly scheduled series because I wanted to bring you an interview I did with my coach, Donna Thomas. We had a conversation about her life, how she got to be a coach, but more importantly, the kinds of steps she had to take along the way to get exactly the life she wanted. It relates so directly to what we're talking about in this series, I don't want you to have to wait. Because manifestation can seem like theory, but Donna actually did it. She had all the feelings we all have and learned along the way to redirect those feelings toward love, toward the life she wanted to live. And she has these incredible stories about how she turned everything that seemed like an obstacle into a roadmap to get to where she wanted to go. So I hope you love her story and find it inspiring. Hello and welcome. I am so excited today because we have a guest that I am honored to call my friend and coach, Donna Thomas. Donna is a lifelong learner and she is known by a lot of my friends and colleagues as the trusted coach in your corner. This might stem from losing her mother as a young adult because she is always searching for ways to connect, guide, and empower others in both her personal and professional life. For 25 years, Donna worked in the fitness industry, which is where I had the pleasure of meeting her for the first time about three years ago. Donna used her time there to explore and refine her leadership and motivational skills on the local, regional, and national level. Remember how I said she's a lifelong learner? Since I've known her, Donna's thirst for knowledge and understanding has led her to complete her master's in psychology. And this study brought her a new understanding as it relates to motivation and behavior change through science and positive psychology. She's also a yogi, so she seamlessly blends energy work with more traditional approaches. Her desire to uplift and inspire those she meets to live life to the fullest is the essence of who Donna Thomas truly is. This vitality is felt, I mean, no matter if it's through one-on-one interactions or through public speaking events involving thousands. I've seen her speak in small groups and large groups, and she is literally the definition of a no judgment zone. When we talk about love and light, that's Donna. She simply embodies that philosophy. But don't let that fool you. She can absolutely dish out what you might call tough love. Or maybe it is more of an invitation to see deeper into yourself. She is, without question, here to serve the greater good. So friends, Members of the Your Chakra Coach community, let me introduce you to my friend and my coach, Donna Thomas. Donna. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm blushing because I'm like, who's that cat? I'm like, I I, I don't know. (laughs) That's And it's always so weird to hear someone else talk about you, right? You're like, did I do all that? (laughs) Well, it's it's, it's weird to try to package it up with an essence of, you know, humility and, you know, like I'm striving for that, you know, to get, you know, really clear about that striving to help and to learn. Um, but I really did appreciate the part, like, you know, I lost my mom early and I yeah. think that our experiences help to guide us and in ways that we can choose, whether it's for the greater good or for other more self-serving ways, you know, whatever we choose to do, they have an impact. So, um, I'm actually, if my mom had to go, I'm grateful. And I do believe that she's with me um, and allows that tough love thing to come out. Um, so we'll blame her. Okay. So, oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, I mean, all, all of our experience is, are just part of what makes us who we are without them. We wouldn't be where we are. 
Yeah. Um, so we, and you, you, you're exactly right. You can take it and run with it, or you can just dwell in it and never move forward. So um, actually that leads me to sort of my first question is Donna, can you just tell us your story? I know a little bit of it, but it is so interesting. Um, how did you get to where you are now? What are the kind of moments that changed your path along the way? Tell us all about you. Oh man. That's <laughs> uh, for, really, I didn't say it before, but thank you for even having me on to talk about it because it, I find it funny where it's just like, you're living your life, you know, you do your thing. And, and every now and again, you look in the rear view mirror and you start to see the, um, stories collect and the the chapters collect. And I, I love being able to have the time to look back. And that was clearly 2020, if not, you know, more of that. And to right. just be able to appreciate them for what they are. So, um, you know, I don't know how much time you have, but, uh, you know, if we're looking, if we're looking <laughs> backwards, just, you know, in a nutshell, I um, have, you know, I've been in the fitness industry for a while. It was just kind of in my bones. I was a gymnast as a kid, but we were poor. So it wasn't like we were going anywhere with that, but it was just a natural need to move. And so that's been the way that I, I helped to soothe myself. So that, mm. that that's where I, I have come to the conclusion. But you know, it's been an, an interesting, I'll be at Rocky Road in that because there's, um, I think just in our, our, where we're at in the timeline of where fitness and wellness is right now, it's an exciting time, but the story is not written where I think we're still in the infancy stages of it. And so that means that there's probably going to be some turbulence. And I clearly have felt that and, you know, worked for the uh, same company. I actually started it as a jazzercise instructor for, uh, nice. for but you know, what's so funny about ton of money, ton of money while my kids were really little and I, I ran a franchise. So like, that's, you know, no small feat for uh, having a revenue stream in something that you love. So I am forever indebted to Judy Shepard Missit and Jazzercise for creating this jump off point for people to be able to live their passion. And her I'm going to tell you a little side story. Um, when I was a kid, I'm in the first grade, first grade, the girl down the street who I'm still friends with to this day, her mom taught Jazzercise. And yes. sometimes she was babysitting us and I would have to go sit on the side of this Jazzercise studio next to a 7-Eleven in a strip mall. And watch women in leg warmers and leotards do jazzercise. And I just remember being fascinated. I could never have imagined that I would end up also going into the fitness industry and, you know, and seeing it grow and change. But yeah, jazzercise changed the world. Well, I did. You know, it's interesting. I love that you, um, you know, because everybody brought their kids at some point because we weren't missing it. So that's just how that went. That's how that's going down. But what I, I really appreciate about that is I, I wonder if um, what Jazzercise really did was, was create the community. Mm. Like they mm. were the ones that were like, we're about this thing. Like we're not like competing with each other. We're a bunch of women in here. There were clearly men, but you know, the majority was women and we are going to uplift each other. That was the message. And, and if you decided to pick that baton up and run with it, then, then all you did was just create communities wherever you went. And I really believe that. That's what I really uh, took away from it and continue to aspire to try to do because there's not enough create, of it. Create community. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think you succeed mightily, Donna. I'll just tell you that. Oh, well, and you need different communities for different chapters in your life. So I, I love how that continues to uh, reinvent itself and the, the need changes, but the feeling and the grounding points don't. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's hmm. beautiful. So you were a franchise owner, you're in the wellness industry. Um, I, I love how you're saying that we're sort of in the infancy stages of this wellness journey. And I want to come back to that. But go ahead, tell us a little bit more about kind of how you went from a franchise owner to master instructor to coach that you are now. Mm. Uh, well, I, I stayed with Jazzercise for several years. And then I had a third kid. So I had like, too much. Let's just put it that way. I had too much, uh, too much going on and thought, and this is probably an interesting thing uh, it was for me that if I contracted a little bit, it would be easier, mm. but it wasn't, it just was different. So I, I sold the franchise and just, you know, did some things on my own and experimented, which was really good. Cause I found out I did a sprint triathlon and I, I did realize I, I suck at that. Um, and, and that I had, I had like jokes and stuff that I would come up with, but I had no audience for it and audience. I just mean like, how can I 
help somebody like make them laugh while they were doing something that was hard, like mm -hmm. working out. And so I had like no place to, to do any of that, but the, the inspiration kept coming. So I started to really understand that I was hardwired for this. It was really in my DNA. And that's when I, I, I started, I wasn't close to any facility, but I, I had gotten, um, and I had, I had found lifetime and I went to be uh, an instructor, but I didn't know anything cause I, or I didn't know how to organize and choreograph my own stuff. So a huge learning curve, you know, out over my skis, but I love doing that. And I wound up starting as an instructor and, and really soon after that, um, was got into leadership like mm -hmm. within six months and wow and, oh yeah so it was like boom 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 kind of like what i appreciate is somebody went i see you i see you let's try this we're gonna bring you along so i have had the benefit of some really generous mentors um can i also say just i've known you for a couple of years that is also your gift is to look out into the world and say to people i see you mm -hmm. and i will support you and um, and draw you closer to where you want to be. You do that too. And I don't know if that's because you had, you had the benefit of so many great mentors, but that is such a gift that we can offer each other as women. I see you and I will bring you with me as opposed to closing the door behind us. Mm. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Cause there's been a, just a couple of mentors that were so powerful, but, but what on the flip side of that, I think everything has a light side and a shadow side. And I really like to look at the shadow side too, like the not so, warm and fuzzy part, but I had some people in my, my orbit that were not like that, that were very competitive. And I had a chance to watch what that kind of example was like, how did, how did that feel when you didn't have people around you that were really uh, supportive? Um, and I did learn from one of those negative examples that actually there's plenty to go around, plenty. Mm. And, and I learned that because somebody was not happy that my star was sh starting to rise for lack of a better way to say it. And I thought this, it didn't compute. This is not compute. Why? Why? <laughs> because there's room for everybody. So I, I, I have since learned to appreciate the ones that are obvious and are so in your corner and they let you know that, but I also like the ones that are over in the shadows that are not supporting in a traditional way uh, because they help they help me to look inside and go, oh, that doesn't make any sense at all, which is another way to come to a decision. I see. So they, they're almost leading you by showing you how you don't want to be. Is that what you mean? Uh, yeah, kind of. That it's, uh, uh, for example, as I started uh, really finding my stride in jazzercise, there was somebody that was there uh, and was not happy, who, who had maybe enjoyed you know, success without competition. And competition just means somebody's in there. Like, I never want to be the biggest house on the block. I want to be the fixer upper. And then my value <laughs> gains, you know, and I like that hunger piece of it. Not everybody likes that. And, and so there was a kind of like, oh, I don't think you should give so-and-so this opportunity and maybe not. And I, you know, and I remember being puzzled. Why? What would be the cost to this person? Because to me, it's nothing. Because then we'll both, iron sharpens iron, we'll both get better. Um, but that's okay. Cause I just, you know, I need to know about more personalities than just how I'm hardwired. Uh, pfft, Cause that's not any way to go through the world. Like everybody's like me. Nope. So, <laughs> yeah. right. I, I mean, I'd be, I'd be limited. I would only grow so far. And so these negative examples of how, how it could play out in other ways that maybe didn't feel so good were just as valuable, if not more. Fascinating. I like that. That's, you know, sort of the, a real life example of shadow side work that we talk about in with the energy centers and stuff. Fascinating. Very interesting. Mm. Yeah. If All right. We don't though, then the shadow sides are still there and that energy is still there, but we can't use it in a way to, uh, for ourselves and then how we navigate and, um, uh, behave with the world. So it's like, we leave it on the table. Like, I don't want to leave it on the table. Absolutely. I mean, there's energy there. There's creativity there. There's potential there. You know, I, I try to remind myself and others that the shadow isn't isn't bad. It's just a different aspect. It's all wi well within the human range of emotions and experience. Oh, I nailed it. I, I so agree with you. But I think Western culture has been like, let's celebrate the big wins and let's celebrate the things that look like the new shiny penny. And and yeah. especially with uh, really we're so deep in, into like d digital stuff, like you can use it for good, like what you're doing. 
or there's lots of ways that the images can be challenging. It's okay. It, it's up to us to decide how we're going to use that and interpret it. But we need to have the the panorama. Mm -hmm. We need to have the the whole buffet to decide what we're going to yeah. pick from. It, that's that's on us. Yeah, I think that's a really good image. A buffet. You get to you get to decide what you select and how you select it and when you select mm. it. Yeah. So that's interesting. All right. So. That was sort of a little tangent, but I loved it. So you're going along in the fitness industry. And I mean, Donna, you, you've been in it as long as anyone I know. So and you've had a lot of success and you've influenced, I don't know, a million people. Oh, gosh, maybe, maybe more. Um, <laughs> uh, so but over the past I don't know, year, maybe a little bit longer, something kind of changed for you. W tell us a little bit about that transformation. Huh. Thank you. Um, yeah, I've had some really great roles that, that looked really good on a name tag. That is for sure. And uh, have had uh, local, regional, you know, international roles, which is so cool, you know, like so cool. And they've been all in all adventures. Yeah. Okay. But I've then I also learned that you meet the same people on the way up the escalator as you do on the way down. <laughs> and, and so, so right. I've gone up and down. Um, here's what I've learned is that when you work for a big corporation, um, you know, or anytime, anytime you're working for a, a big company, when the leadership changes, there will be changes in the downline. There will. I mean, it, it's just the nature of it. It's not something that's personal. It is new people are brought in to uh, bring their ideas. And, and, and so, you know, none of this is personal, um, but it did shake it loose. So a couple changes in the company with, um, I had no like injuries. I, I'm going to knock on wood to <laughs> not jinx I feel, but I, I, I have arthritis, osteoarthritis. And I didn't know I had that until about five years ago. And before then I had like nary an injury. I just, what I just didn't, I've been blessed with some really robust physical health, but you can't outrun your physiology. <laughs> and my mm -hmm. parents, my family, like this is just what is inherently in my genes. So um, as I started having some issues with uh, osteoarthritis, had my right hip replaced, came back and was teaching again, but then I had my right shoulder and that's the one that stopped me. So if anybody out there is having shoulder injuries and don't wait, get it taken care of, find good healers, like you can come back from mm -hmm. it, but it's, it's, it's a bigger deal, but it can be done. So don't be afraid of it. But I did learn a great lesson. I just had a shoulder replacement and was had like an ice machine hooked up to me. I'm recuperating at home. It's just a couple of days later, and I'd gotten word that uh, my my role had been had been changed again, from a, a robust, uh, full time, uh, traveling uh, educator to part time hourly, if there was work. Wow! Right, and I was like, what? And so I, you know, and then I'm recovering, so I'm super vulnerable. So. I, I'm butthurt. I'm like totally butthurt because I'm like, what's happening? But what I landed on was like, it's been 16 years. Like I'd been working 16 years. Like kind of like, how could they do that? I was incredulous if I'm really honest, not my finest moment, but it was. Um, <laughs> but then I, I pretty quickly came around to, um, okay, well that's external. What if any role did I have in that? And I was like, yeah, wow. right. And I was like, whoop. So I, 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 when I took a, my little mini inventory, I was like, was I shining as brightly as I could have been the last couple of years? No. Was I using all of my potential, which I believe in my heart is vast? No. Was I relying on some ego from jobs that I had done? Yes. And I was like, okay, okay. Oh my god! Now what do we want to do? First of all, that's very brave. But second, did that just kind of stop you in your tracks? Took my breath away. Mm -hmm. Wow. But complacency, I think, is like that. That for me, it absolutely took something that I had valued uh, for so many reasons, and not all of them good, not all of them healthy, that it and, it and it allowed me to examine it and to say, what of that is mine? What of it is not mine? And then the bigger issue, what am I going to do about it? And after sitting with it, because I do think we have to we have to sit with this stuff. It's not just about coming on to the next thing and ignoring it. I really felt like I and I'm recuperating. Right. So I'm, I'm not going anywhere. So I had some time to, to think about it. It actually um, inspired me to go back to school. That was it for me. Well, if 
there's the door shutting here. You know, I believe in leadership motivation and how, how we tick. And I, and, and I started looking up, it's like three in the morning. Um, and like, I, I thought I knew some stuff, but I didn't know why. So I was like unconsciously competent about things. And then I read like this, this industrial and organizational psychology is like business psychology of how people function in leadership motivation. Like it's a thing. I was like, it's a thing. I didn't know it was a thing. It has, <laughs> it has a, a name. name. And I was like, so joyful. And then I was like, wah, wah. okay, this is really expensive. And yeah. we had kids in college and, you know, I'm like, there's no way. And I thought, why not? And I kept thinking, we'll figure it out. I like that you were like, there's no way. Why not? There's no uh -huh. way. Why not? Like there's two sides of you having a conversation, trying to figure out how you're going to move forward in this new life that's happened around you. Like, oh are gosh. you an Enneagram person, Sarah? Do you ever... Oh yeah, I'm familiar okay. with. Okay, I am yeah. a fifty-fifty split between an eight and a nine, well, so that makes perfect sense. It's like, what am I going to do? Now I'm going to do it. You know, like there's I I uh, I tend to have equal parts challenger and peacemaker. <laughs> well, that must get confusing in your not head. really. I think there's one of them comes nope. over and is like, okay, you're getting out of line. Why don't you just sit down for a little bit? And and the overall tendency is not to shrink but to find a way. That's amazing. Okay. So you said, we're going to figure this out. So and... I applied and, and you know, you know what it is? This is one of the big aha moments. Okay. So this is where it really hit me and it's so fitting. Uh, you know, it's a Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, quote of, you know, you, faith is that you don't have to see the, you know, you see the first step. You do not have to see the whole staircase. And that for me has resonated so much in that if I'm looking to go to school, I don't have to figure out what it's going to look like. All I have to do is apply. And then I have to look at financing. And then I have to take the entrance exams. And then, so it's step by step. And each step provides motivation for the next one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But my tendency would be to think it all through and then decide whether I should go for it. But sometimes you just have to take a leap of faith. You just have to trust yourself and your instincts and the moments that brought you to that point. Yeah. And trust that if there's something bigger and bolder, then sometimes you got to do something bigger and bolder to, to bridge the gap, to get to that space. Like it's not all just vibrating and humming at the same level. Like you got to use different skills for different chapters. And that's what I'm noticing. Hmm. I love that. I love that. Okay. So you go to school you're getting your master's degree in psychology, kids in college, you're and still traveling working, mm -hmm. and traveling and leading mm -hmm. people. And, uh, and then, then another job got reconfigured. Like I had made, I had made the, I had made the decision to, instead of doing the job all myself was to help educate the field. Why don't people learn how to do that? And part of it, I think I just educated the field right out of a job. I didn't feel bad about, I didn't feel bad about <laughs> it at all. I didn't. No, you made yourself obsolete. Right? Very but nice. I don't, you know, so I, I, I really felt okay about that. So um, like everybody else, if you flash forward, you know, briefly, we, we get to, I, I, I finished my master's, you know, two and a half years of 20 hours a week, extra on a 50 hour a week job. Um, and I was just burnt to a crisp, like, like so many yeah. of us were, right? Yeah. And that was the end of February. And then two weeks later, the world shut down. And the world, it, yeah. the humor was not lost on me that now I had this extra time and no school. <laughs> I had a good laugh out of that one. No school, no <laughs> nothing, job. Nothing. Um, so I decided to look at my habits and what have I been doing? And I have, you know, really it's privilege. I'll call it privilege that I had a chance to just lean in and unpack some of the stuff of how I got there. And uh, realize that, you know, you know, I'm a coach. It's not that I think I'm better than anybody. I just have a perspective that's different. And I feel like mm -hmm. I have this, just like I've had the benefit of people looking, saying, you've got something, let's get you closer to where you want to do it. I have that too. Like that, that ability for me is yeah. refined and honed. And, and I think uh, maybe a little um, extra celestial, I don't know. Um, but I thought that's what I want to do. So I wasn't going to go back to work. I was not, I was already like, this is, we're going to do something here. 
And uh, I did go back to work in July and lasted four days. <laughs> I lasted four days. <laughs> four days because I had a, uh, a quick conversation with somebody who want to do and believe are my gifts or this, this, and this. I said, well, that's not what this is going to look like for a while. And I said, okay, my last day then is the 24th. And it was like, boom, it's right there. Like, okay. Like I had been given the, the, the blueprint and I could wait. Or I thought like, no, this is my time. It's like when you're in a, the revolving doors, you can keep going. Or I was like, this is my time to step out. And, and I'll be honest, I didn't really have full support. Like my husband's like, you sure you want to do that? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and I just said, you got to trust me on this. I'm going to make this work. And then the universe started aligning with looking at the website, creating an LLC. Um, for me, uh, it seemed like taking care of ourselves and really vibrating the highest was a rebellious act. Like we're used to putting other people in front of us. And uh, I thought joyful rebel, that, that's how it feels like to me, mm -hmm. like that, that's it. But if I looked up images of rebel, like on Pinterest, it was like really angry <laughs> rebel, uh, like lots of like middle fingers. And like, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. That's not how I feel at all. It's very joyful, but it is a bit counterculture. And that's the space yeah. I wanted to be in. Yeah. And, and you and I were working together at the time back in last July and August when you were going through all of this. And, you know, I didn't know about any of that other stuff that was happening in your in your background. But I do know that your departure left a lot of us with sort of a, a Donna shaped <laughs> hole. But then when you <laughs> but then when you said we're I'm going into I'm going to be a coach, a personal coach, a small group coach. And it's joyful rebel coaching. All of us kind of said, oh, of course you are. And I think that's such a magic moment. And I always like to um, encourage the listeners of this show to be looking for those kind of magic moments where, like you said, the universe aligns, your energy aligns, and it all makes sense. And even if it's scary, it makes sense. And you're able in that moment to kind of feel your fear and do it yeah. anyway. And I mean, I, it's just, it's been delightful to watch you do this for the past six months and other side note, <sighs> dear listeners, um, Donna's a mindset coach. Would you say primarily that's what you are a mindset coach? I think. Well, how would you <laughs> define you? Would you define you? Would you even bother? Uh, well, I, you know, I appreciate that. The, I believe the human condition is universal. So I, I'll say that as a broad umbrella, but I really feel a sweet spot and a kinship to women like 35 and over. Um, and maybe it's because I lost my mom, mm -hmm. but I think that there's some feminine energy of uh, navigating a world and, and our changing roles because we're the ones that are uh, whatever traditional was or could have been is, you know, we're, we're pioneers and we continue to change the world and how the world works. And uh, I love being in that space to see whatever we're given, like, you know, the things that we're, we're taught are like liabilities, like you're too much, you're too loud, you're too, too, whatever. If anybody's ever been told they were too, whatever, that is not a liability. Mm -hmm. That is a superpower. But superpowers nice. do need strategy in order to manage them. And that's what I want to hear you talk about. You say this amazing thing. I've heard you say it over and over again. Obstacles are, can be your strategy. And I love that. Yeah. And I think that it, it's brilliant because when I started really thinking about it, oh, absolutely. The obstacles are the roadmap, not the blocks. Correct. The and, uh, and, and I love that I can look at it and go, I haven't always felt this way. I think I've had a, a glimmer of it, but it's not until, you know, I'm doing my work to try to fully step in my space that it becomes clear for me too. So anything I ever say is for me too. You know, like I get to, like, I, anytime I get to <laughs> say it out loud, it reaffirms it because it always lands so gently and yet securely of like, yes, in the right spot. So for me, it, it, you know, it's mm -hmm. interesting to say, hey, you know, growth mindset, which I think can almost sound like white noise, but the work of Carol Dreck, who it was the uh, 
pioneer um, scientist who came up with growth mindset or put it in that in the, in that language. Um, you know, nobody's going to say, "Hey, I have a fixed mindset." It's it's kind of unpopular, but I think we all can have remnants of it that can tether us to safety and keeps us complacent. That's been my overall arc. So for me, you know, fixed mindset is. Um, that, you know, your intelligence is like static. It's really just going to, you, you're given X amount, use it wisely because it's not a renewable resource. And that's when we get defensive or we give up easily that we, um, we can, we don't listen to feedback, especially if it can feel critical, like we shrink from that. And as a result, and I, I really, this lands so deeply um, that if you ever feel like you've plateaued early in life, that is a hallmark of fixed mindset. Like you feel like I was really doing great here, but then like I had kids or I shifted a job and it seemed to like fall apart. Like, okay, it's not situational. Like this is where the, you, you take inventory because growth mindset is like anything can be developed, anything. And as long as you have the desire to learn and you can embrace challenges, then anything that's that's effortful actually isn't just effortful, at least to mastery. And, and we learn from criticism. And, and when people, other people are rising and being successful, that's not threatening, that's inspiring. You know, like you're like, yeah, that's so good. Look at that person go. Cause I'm like, I wanna know what are they doing well? Like, congratulations, and that's awesome because the whole thing is that yeah. our levels of achievement and how we want to feel and our integration of who we think our essence is and, and where we want to go, that to me, it's a game. And, and if I look at it with curious eyes, I'll keep advancing the play. As opposed to, as opposed to putting blocks yeah. in your own or at any time in my past, if it was like, now, the, now your job has changed. Now you're this. Like, if I believe that, I would be back there, wherever back there is. But, you know, at one mm -hmm. point, um, I remember uh, just to back up just a little bit, being in one of the work situations where we're going to take it down to this smaller role, you know, really strip back. But here's this extra carrot. You can do this like um, training thing, this master trainer, which in all honesty, had a lot of ego attached to it, was a really great name and title, um, but wasn't going to a lot, it would, it would tether me with tasks without allowing me to grow because it still took my time. Okay. So I thought, mm -hmm. you know what? Interesting. I'm not going to do that. And, and this is where the growth mindset came in where I first realized it because I thought I need to let that go in order to make space for something bigger to come in. And people were like, you're crazy. Why would you do that? People are clamoring to get this role. And I was like, okay, somebody else can have it now. Because the role doesn't define me. I know, I still know <laughs> I can do that. And as soon as I let it go, this right. other really big role just walked right into my life. And I was, a, I was a national talent scout for the company. One person. And on yeah. the road, you know, just this, and I would never have gotten it if I would have been like, oh, I'm too busy. I'm doing this other stuff. I would have stayed safe. And, how, and I was like, no, I'm open. I got it. And then I negotiated like crazy. Like that yeah. was such a great time. And I love, and it was about, I talk a lot on this show about not being afraid to feel your feelings. Some we're always so busy avoiding fear and avoiding change that, you know, we're afraid of feeling embarrassed. We're afraid of feeling failure, but if you are willing to step into it, to risk that, that there's, amazing things that will come to you if you're simply willing to experience a little discomfort, a little bit of, of mm. a little bit of room for growth. Yeah. And I've, you know, we're shame. We're always so afraid of feeling shame and not that you should feel shame at any time, but we allow so many things to create these feelings in us. And then we avoid things that could be amazing in an effort to not feel embarrassed or criticized. Yeah. Um, and so I just, you know, the, the letting go, the letting go of that fear and stepping forward into what you were born to do is, mm. is the amazing thing. Um, 
I mean, that's one reason I wanted to have you on the show kind of right now is because I'm we're literally in the middle of a series about that exact topic is feeling your fear and just acknowledging that fear is going to be there. And that's OK. It's natural and it's part of your life. But that doesn't mean mm. it has to hold you back. I so well said. I, I, I agree with you. And and I think a subset in the fear um, can be um, internal or external. Like for me, that that was really helpful that to feel the fear. And, you know, in this case, it was like, is it the fear of not having a role or a title or something that I can attach to? And and I was kind of like, yeah, maybe that's part of it. But then when I really looked at the internal, I'm feeling fear because I knew that this essence was rising. And (laughs) oh, my gosh, (laughs) essence is rising. What? I have goosebumps now. That's such a brilliant like, image. I, it doesn't matter what my title is. Uh, you want me, want me to be a street sweeper? Okay, cool. I could do that. I'll be the best one I can be. And that 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 didn't matter when I really, when I came down to it, I'm like, because inside here, I, nobody can touch that. Like that, that's me. That's, that's, yeah. you know, that's what God gave me. And that's, um, and that's for me to honor and, and to step into it. And I love like Marianne Williamson, like, you know, we're not afraid of the fear of failing. We're really in many cases a fear of shining so brightly. And I thought, you know, if I get in this area where that's all I do is to be able to um, help uh, wherever people are at. And that's important too. Like, I don't have an agenda. I want what you want. You want what you want? And then let's figure out how to get it. Uh, then, then that's what I'm, being called to do. And then everything just starts to go that way. So some of it is, is definitely fear. Is it external or internal? And is it because fear of uh, some of the, the, the shadow stuff, right. Of, of shame and vulnerability and, mm-hmm. and some of yep. that that can be interpreted like that. Or is it the fear of just shining brighter than you ever expected? <laughs> oh my gosh. And I, that, that just speaks to so many of us right? It, it's very, it, it, it's fear either way. If you're going to have fear, you might as well have fear in the path mm. of shining bright. Right? You might, you might as well, if you're going to have a reality, it might've been, it might have well been, be and it totally then. So we get a chance to look at things through our own lens. And here's the kicker too, is that it doesn't matter how we were raised. I don't believe that. I believe we were, you know, some things were modeled, some things weren't, like if you're blaming your parents, get over it. You know, like everybody does the best that, <laughs> but <laughs> everybody that does love. the best that they can. <laughs> and then at some point you're standing there in yeah. bare feet, like looking up going, okay, now what, what do I want to do based on what I know to be true in my heart, where my intention is, where when I do my work, you know, mm-hmm. and try to sit with my uncomfortable feelings and know where, you know, where my work ends and, and, and my assistance to somebody else starts, like you get really good boundaries are really helpful here. Uh, then it's, 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 it's in wonderment and in awe that I look at the process and I'm so grateful to be a part of it because that to me is, is really the stuff of life. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think, and I always know I'm sort of on the right path when I start to feel a little bit uncomfortable yeah. walking down it. Um, it's, it's kind of a weird thing, but if I'm sitting back feeling great, just great about everything, I almost always get sick. And that's weird, but it is. If, I, if I'm like, oh man, everything feels great. Oh, dude, easy, I think I that is with a 100% a nudge. You get a nudge, right? And the nudge is, yeah, it <laughs> I is picture 100%. we're bowling and the bumpers on the gutters so that you don't fall in the gutter, but the, the, the nudges just get louder and louder. And, and if we pay attention to them, so this has been a fun thing. Uh, Cause I, mm-hmm. I do think that this is applicable right here. Um, the nudges come. And if any of the listeners feel this way too, uh, especially now with social media, like we'll scroll and we'll see something that's like a gut punch. You ever had that? You see a, a, a meme or some phrase and you're like, Oh, like it's just, too close and it resonates and you're like there's something there it's part of my 
narrative, like something's happening. And then we, so we feel it for like three nanoseconds and then we keep scrolling. Yeah. Cause I'm 100%. not feeling if I can and just so, keep scrolling. And then mistakenly <laughs> that is interpreted as doing some work, you know, mm. and I would, mm. and, and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. loving this space. Cause I do it too. Like, right. Anything I'm ever thinking, I'm like, I do it too. But what I think what it really is, is that's the first part of it. You know, talking about the nudges, because the first part is awareness. There's got to be this awareness of something. Otherwise, it's not on your radar. So the first, uh, you know, for doing any work or really getting a clear picture of what's happening is awareness. But then the second piece is application. So the application, go, where is, where is, why, what am I doing? Where, where would this fit in? Because I honestly believe that everything is theory until we personalize it. You know, it's, it's all yeah. a concept until you're like, oh, this is exactly how it, it, it looks in me. So now we've got the kite in the, in the air of the theory, but now we're developing the string to the ground. Okay. Cause then, but then it's still mm-hmm. like kind of squishy, kind of granola crunching, meaning no disrespect to granola or crunchers. But, uh, but then the final piece is action. <laughs> like then it's like, now what do you do with it? And that's, I think, where people get stuck. That's where I've gotten stuck. Mm-hmm. That's like, I have an idea. I see this. I can see where the, exactly the situations where it's, it's tripping me up. But now what do I do with it? That's where my superpower comes in. That's the thing that I think advances the conversation and the narrative because the actions can be different. And, and the behaviors and the thoughts don't change unless there's some action that corresponds with it. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that's the same with with um, chakra work, so much of the time, people kind of just want to think about it in theory or, um, you know, and this is not an indictment or anything, but just, you know, oh, if I just hold this crystal or wear it in a bracelet, then my life will change. And unfortunately, it's more than that. There's, there's work, there's action, there's steps to be taken if you really want to change your life and go down your I'm shaking my head over path. here. I, yes, I, I, I totally agree. It's like the crystal <laughs> um, is, is you taking a, a booted foot and kicking the door open. So you get the awareness, it's like, boom, like it, it, it mm-hmm. starts it. It starts the process. So that should be the, uh, I was thinking yeah. uh, a new hashtag and it sounds so pretentious. I don't mean it like that, but hashtag pilot lighter. Like that's it. You need the pilot to light. So then you get some <laughs> momentum. So then you can do something about it. And it's that spark that is so, you know, think of it. There's so much energy that's created when like a match is struck or the pilot, you know, boom, there's a flame. And I think that's where uh, the the movement occurs. But I absolutely think you're right. And, you know, even thinking of like the chakras, like, like, where does all this even fit in that? I think that looking at like, you know, like clearly like root chakra and getting that grounding and trust is is totally like part of the, mm-hmm. the the major part of the foundation and especially if you want to um continue to to grow but it's the trust part that really speaks to me there and that's trusting like your yeah. inner wisdom like instead of deferring external like no nah, like i do know this to be true i i absolutely do know this to be true yeah but then you know pulling it up through heart of, of acceptance and, and to tap into, you know, intuitive uh, thoughts and, and urges and, and those um, messages that we're getting, I do think that's part of our divine essence that then travels up toward third eye. I mean, why wouldn't it like, let's get to the wisdom and the imagination and the truth and, and to allow it to be a full spectrum. Yeah, I, I could, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, but I do think that you're right. It's action. It's kind of right there in the solar plexus where I think people start to get a little bit stuck at the, there's the somewhere between trusting in what, you know, and following your heart's path and that wisdom there, there gets a little, a little stickiness Mm. and it gets almost too scary. And so, I mean, I'll be honest with you and with, um, my listeners, like, that's why I recently joined your group is because, taking action on things I'm scared of taking action on. I just need a little guidance. I want a little coach. I'd like a little crystal <laughs> kick in the pants. Thank you very much. Um, well, so. and, and, in, in the world today too, it, I, you know, I want it too. Like I, you know, and I get that in other places. We want another layer above us, just a little bit of sunscreen, you know, a little bit of something that, 
um, allows us to feel sheltered and protected a bit to do some of this vulnerable work. I mean, that's my interpretation of it. You know, just to, to have, um, yeah. you know, to be able to link arms with people that are on the same path. So there's energetically moving in a direction, but, you know, I do think there's something to, um, you know, I, I love one-on-one -on -one coaching. It is the fastest way to get from point A to point B. Cause you can just talk about your, yeah, it is. And I, I love the, the, that the, the truth? uh, accelerant to that. And it is, uh, it, it lights me up. It, it lights me up. And, and, you know, I have to take my shoes off and get my bare feet into the ground whenever I'm with a client. Cause I'm like, go, it's kind of like, okay, we're off to the races, you know, taking notes and, 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 and it's a process mm -hmm. that is, um, uh, I feel like it's a, um, I don't know how to put it. it. It's almost like it takes over. Like there is some assistance, some divine assistance that whenever we're willing to go there, we get some outside help. So I, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because if you start getting yourself yeah. lined up with yourself, you know, with the assistance of a coach, like the Bye. universe can't help but align with you. Right. That's how it's, that's the natural, like, it's like a nice smooth. Yeah, I, blanket, I think that's right? it. And no it's wrinkles. warm and it's, 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 it's protective, but it also is, it's got enough comfort to be able mm -hmm. to, uh, allow whatever's going to unfold, unfold. Okay. So I think that there's like that, that's a great fertile yeah. environment for that, but that's not the only way to do it. And what I'm really coming around to, and I, you know, I, I, I humbly go, I think this is brilliant, but I really, I'm appreciating um, this smaller group and, and the smaller can be like up to a hundred people. Like, and I love doing it virtually because that yeah. is, it's got a convenience factor. And I don't think that we lose much over the digital, just like people are getting the impact of hearing your wisdom, Sarah, and the things that you bring to the table that you wouldn't be able to reach them if you didn't have this medium, you know? So I think I'm, I'm not hating on that at all, but I, yeah. I think there's a combination between no. um, this, this small group will, will do, a uh, little bit of education. So there'll be a, a topic, a concept of something that is relatively generalized, but in the personal development self-care space. And that, so that's pretty wide open. So I'll do some research on that, but then there'll be, uh, you know, as the as people are thinking about or hearing it, then that's on them, on the people who are involved in the group to start bringing the kite from the air to the string to the ground, which means you take the theory of what we're talking about and start to personalize it. Like, I love that. That's on you. That's on them. That's not, you yeah. know, so that's the transfer of responsibility and the gift of it. And then you're like, then what do you do with it? Well, let's then take yep. what we've got and start getting in some really great life hacks, uh, action plans. But I think that it really boils <laughs> down to the, that Western culture, we, we celebrate these big wins. Somebody loses 10 pounds. It's like they lost 10 pounds, but it's like they lost it ounce by ounce. And I'm like, we got to take it back. There are tiny little yes. behaviors that we do over and over and over again that absolutely accumulate and, and shift the needle. And, and, the, and, and yeah. I'm, not, I'm not the first one to You're, ever say that. Exactly I get right. that, but I, I'm living it. And I'm, I have so much respect for it when you do these little uh, uh, behaviors and you're kind of like, okay, um, and you don't see it right away. So then there's a bit of delayed gratification, which is not easy to do in today's society either uh, or ever or ever. I don't know if it's ever been easy. I don't know if humans were designed for delayed, delayed gratification. That is or something fate. we all have to or fate. work on. Or, 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 you know, or fate fate. that if I keep doing this, I will keep moving toward this. Like, I believe that it's not going to come right this second. Yeah. It's going to take a little bit, but I'll, I'll let the, the sediment build up. And allow it to then be, um, you know, grains of sand aren't very significant until you got a handful of them in your gas tank. <laughs> you know, <laughs> then they're going to stop you. So, yeah. So I love that there's um, this shared you. responsibility of, of ultimately we're just walking each other home and, and, and trying to navigate things yeah. that we can have a, a, a variety of interpretations but we all have the right to pick the one that serves us best. Yeah. And that's what you do is you, you help guide us towards making those choices and those decisions that serve us. Um, you know, and that's just sort of who you are. You're a, you're a guide, you're a coach, you, 
you internalize that and then send it out into the world with a hefty dose of love. Mm. And I could not well, appreciate you. Thank you. you. And I, I, I appreciate your insights. No, and when you know, we've got people that are in a heart space to want to uh, uh, unpack a little bit and, and be a little bit vulnerable, then I really think magic happens and we just start showing up in a world and create what we want it to look like because we're feeling so good. Yeah, exactly. When you're feeling so good, good things mm -hmm. come, right? Like attracts like that's, that's the way of the world. Well, Donna, can you, can, I know of course, cause I've already joined one of your programs, but would you mind telling us, um, where people can mm, find out oh, more thanks. about you? Well, and again, what you it's do? joyful rebel coaching. And, uh, so joyful rebel coaching.com, uh, pretty easy peasy, but I, uh, my website is set up. If you want to just get to know who I am, uh, that there's some good representation there, but you know what I really like is, uh, on Facebook, uh, there's a joyful rebel Facebook group and, it is, uh, I love it just for the content, nice. just for the content. And there's just people like I, you know, my goal is to be able to have a group of people I can, I can wrap my arms around. So Joyful Rebels there. I'm Donna Thomas. If you ever want to be on Instagram uh, and it, it, anything I'm starting to now when I search Joyful Rebel, I'm popping up. So that's freaking me out. Um, but again, you know, when I was starting nice. to search for this and I'm thinking that name is open. Are you kidding me? Then it must be there for me. But it really is a matter of if, you know, yeah. to, to, if anybody feels stuck or you just know there's more in the tank or your runway or your bandwidth is more and you want a, the inside to match the outside, which isn't a tagline. It is the truth. Enough of this, like everything looks really great from the outside, but I feel crappy inside. We can do better. We can do better. Yeah, absolutely. And we need to. We need to because everything really will improve and doors start to open and opportunities start to come when we really start to align our insides mm. and outsides. And then I we give everybody else the right to shine on. brightly too. And then what? <laughs> uh, then the world is a beautiful, bright <laughs> Some, place. Yeah. World, world peace. <laughs> I, mean, I say that on this show a lot. I'm like, imagine if everyone in the world was like you all looking to improve themselves and improve their world and improve their community and raise their vibrations. Imagine if everyone was like that, which is why I always say, share with people, share the show with people. If you think it'll uh, improve their lives, you know, share Donna's programs with people. If you think it'll improve their lives, you know, let's bring as much light into the world as we can, because it, it is not a zero sum game. You said it earlier. There is enough to go around. There's room for everyone. And you know, but, but it starts with us. Beautifully said and happy to be a part of it and to, um, help others shine their light. Um, there's just no downside. So let's just keep going. What do you say? Okay. I say, let's do it. Well, Donna, thank you so much for your time today. I, I just really appreciate you being here and sharing your, your wisdom and your mm, story with thank us. Thank you so much for having me uh, and thank for you. creating uh, a place to have great conversation that leads to action so that we can feel better and just let the tribe grow because we're all out there. So thanks for getting to learn and yep. grow. It really does matter. So thank you. Yeah, I, it does. All right. Well, have a lovely afternoon, Donna and everybody. Thank you so much for listening today and I will see you next week.